Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. At least eight Americans still unaccounted for. This is 60 plus days after the October 7th terrorist attacks on Israel. Hamas coming in from Gaza, slaughtering 1,200 plus people, taking hundreds of hostages, uh, doing unspeakable things. And somehow it's all Israel's fault. And shouldn't this be a much larger part of this story? Eight Americans, at least eight, are unaccounted for. Like, I remember growing up at a time where if there was an American hostage somewhere, damn the torpedoes. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. We are bringing our people home. There are so many layers to this story with Hamas and Israel. It almost feels like these eight Americans are being left out and forgotten. And that's disgusting, and that's unacceptable. But I don't really see a rush from Joe Biden or his administration to try to bring these people home. And when you try to ask him about it, the White House will just call a lid on a day where they really don't have anything going on. So you can't ask them any questions. Or if you do, if you manage to get an answer out of them, it's usually, hey, look, um, we we need a ceasefire, and by the way, Islamophobia. <laughs> right. Right. It's now, ridiculous. you bring up Islamophobia. There's a lot of back and forth happening in regards to the propaganda of each side here, right? But what's happening at Penn University is absolutely disgusting. And we're going to use Penn as the example because I know it's probably happening all over the country, but these college campuses have become places where it's okay to practice absolute hate onto people anti-semitism right Um, go back to the summer of love when it was 2020 if you were a white person you were told to shut up and listen even down here at iupui's campus or iu indianapolis whatever it's called now across the bridges it's still black lives matter it's still up there across the walkways all right fine gonna have to have some uncomfortable conversations right But if you're a Jewish student right now on one of these college campuses, things are even more uncomfortable. So there's a student at the University of Penn. He held a press conference earlier today. He was told by classmates and even some professors, paid employees of the university, quote, you deserve to die. And the thing is, The university's administration isn't doing anything about it. These are some pretty powerful pieces of audio here. So let's listen uh, to this student. 36 hours ago, I, along with most of campus, sought refuge in our rooms. As classmates and professors chanted proudly for the genocide of Jews while igniting smoke bombs and defacing school property. And in fact, Penn's president did choose silence. The neighboring university's president swiftly denounced the incident, and yet our president cannot. 
because the glorious October 7th, and you're a dirty little Jew, you deserve to die. Our words said not by Hamas, but by my classmates and professors. And this is on the heels of a very pro Palestinian, pro Hamas rally sure. that took place on Penn's campus. Now, the student's name is Eyal Yacobi. And it takes some you know what's to go up there in front of the masses and have a press conference like this, knowing what's already happening to him on his college campus. Knowing that not only students, but did he I hear him say professors? Yes. Yes, Go you after did. him? 100%. Here's a little more. <laughs> Our university, revered for its pursuit of knowledge, has devolved into an arena where Jewish students tiptoe through their days, uncertain and unsafe. The situation at Penn has escalated into a full-blown crisis, with students openly asserting their intentions to proceed with plans with or without university permission. During COVID, strict guidelines governed everything from class attendance and graduation walks. Yet now, when students and faculty defy policies to intimidate Jewish students, where is the same resolute enforcement? For the past three weeks inside Houston Hall, our student center, an anti-Semitic headquarters has been erected with signs spreading Hamas propaganda. The organizers, both Penn affiliated and not, were initially asked to leave as they are trespassing on campus property. Well, three weeks later, they are still sleeping there, and countless Jewish students have been harassed, yet the anti-Semitic dormitory remains. Clearly, both a disregard for school policies and permission to disregard them by a university unwilling to do anything. How have they not been thrown out on their asses? And some have no affiliation at all with Penn. Just professional cause takers, if you will. Agitators. Designed to be a pain in the ass. And he's so right. When it came to COVID, boy, oh boy, if you didn't do the contact tracing, if you didn't do all the things and wear the 13 masks and have 85 vaccines, the university (laughs) would come down hard on you. But here's a kid that's being called horrific names and the university's not doing a damn thing about it. Not only are tensions palpable, but there have also been materialized actions taken to intimidate and harm students. A bomb threat against Hillel, a swastika spray painted, the Hillel and Chabad houses vandalized, a professor posting the armed wing of Hamas's logo on Facebook, a Jewish student accosted, Jews are Nazis, etched adjacent to Penn's Jewish fraternity house. Why doesn't the university hold the perpetrators of such acts accountable? Is the university fearful that they may offend those who wish to intimidate and harass their fellow students? Penn's ambivalence fuels a crisis that has shattered my academic sanctuary. Policies meant to safeguard us have become hollow promises. And let us be clear, if they fail Jewish students today, tomorrow they will fail the rest of us. Incredibly powerful stuff right there. Incredible. And good for I, I him. I can't believe that's allowed to go on the campuses. I, I am. It's 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 nice to see that some donors of some of these big uh, colleges and universities and uh, um, like Harvard, Penn, they're pulling their cash. They're pulling their donations. They have turned their back on their own universities because they refuse to address this this problem that has the potential to turn violent. 
I mean, hell, a mob of pro-Palestinian students at a Queens high school who were screaming for retribution at a Jew teacher that had to, that was uh, pictured at a pro-Israel protest. She was trapped in her classroom for hours. Every one of those students that was banging on her door should have been expelled. And listen, Penn is the example here because one student was brave enough to have a press conference, but it's happening everywhere. I promise you, there are some pockets here in Indiana that Jewish students on campus probably do not feel safe or welcome. And had this been a COVID restriction, oh the boy. university, boy, oh boy, they're Billy Badasses. But when it comes to things like this, where students actually need their universities and their leaders to step up, a lot of these places, crickets. Yeah, and it's, it's, I'm going to tell you something. I, I knew you were going to getting ready to transition, though, but you always hear balance from the people that criticize Israel. We need to see more balance, don't we? There needs to be a balanced approach, a measured, balanced approach. I don't see much balance in these pro-Hamas demonstrations that are threatening Israel and threatening the Jewish community. Zero balance there whatsoever, Hammer. This is the Hammer and Nigel Show.